0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, mm-hmm. and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. Well, it's Wednesday in the second week of Lent. And we pray you are having a beautiful Lenten Amen. journey, that you are dying to yourself and that you are living and imitating more and more of Jesus. So at the end of Lent 2024, the goal is that you and I become more like Jesus and less like ourselves. So I pray that's happening for you and for me and for you. So today we have Dee Dee Chisholm and now she is a career nurse practitioner she specializes in high-risk pregnancies, mm. and she has co-founded a beautiful ministry called Bella Health and Wellness, which is an OBGYN and complete family care clinic. And their aim is to provide life-affirming, dignified healthcare for all people, regardless of their income, as well as build up communities and future generations Through support and education, go to their website because this is new. God's doing a new thing and you want to see and go, how good is this? And it's BellaWellness.org and you will not be disappointed and you will want this in your area. No matter where you live in the world, you will want Bella Wellness to happen for you. I hope
1: a lot of people in the whole health field will be greatly encouraged maybe this will be a model to begin something like this, or maybe not, they'll just continue to pursue the work that they're doing in healthcare. But it's not only all that they're doing, which is just incredible, like, like we heard, family medicine, pediatrics, functional medicine, what is that, maybe she can share a little bit about that, fertility education in, in the Catholic mm-hmm. tradition. Uh, so they're doing all these things. But this whole thing of offering help, hope, healing, Uh, the dignity of the human person, looking for Christ in that other person. Excellence in medical care, in the sciences, and a new culture of life Mm -hmm. and love for all people, whether they're Christian or non-Christian, different religions, and people pick up on that. They're Mm -hmm. impacted by that. They want to come back to that. How can you do that right where you are? So plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today we have Dee Dee Chisholm with us. She is a career nurse practitioner. She specializes in high-risk pregnancies, and she's co-founded a beautiful ministry called Bella Health and Wellness. It's an OBGYN and complete family care clinic. I bet you didn't even know they existed. Well, their aim is to provide life-affirming healthcare for all people, regardless of the income, and as to build up future generations through support and education. And it sounds to me like it's a great train coming, and I hope that you can jump on. Go to Bell- bellawellness.org. Well, Dee, Dee, we are excited to have you. Obviously, you're up on cutting edge of what god is doing but before we go there we want you first to tell our family a little bit about yourself um, and how you got involved in this beautiful ministry
2: well the lord has always had his hand um, in our lives and He He plucked me out of a dysfunctional home and my husband and i got married very young at nineteen because we believed with all our heart that's what the lord was asking us and we said then we would say yes always and that started with youth ministry, and we did youth ministry um, full time until the Lord said it was time to go to nursing school. Um, but ministry, youth ministry, serving, was what He wanted oh. us to do. And I always said, whether I had a bachelor's in nursing or my master's and finished my nurse practitioner, I was just a youth minister <laughs> with a spe- special skill set, <laughs> you know. Yes. And uh, um, and so that was our life. And then and then the Lord said you know, you don't have to do a youth ministry anymore. And we're like, great. Yeah. And we prayed for two years on what was next. And it was medical missions. And we're like, oh gosh, that's easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like doing a retreat. Yeah. Um, we could do that once or twice a year. How hard could that be? Which was great. And mm-hmm. it was beautiful. We have our medical missions to the High Andes of Peru. But it was after a medical mission that our daughter, Abby and I, Abby's also a nurse practitioner, were just on the roof. We were praying about all that we had seen and people who had walked five, 10, 20 miles mm-hmm. to see us mm-hmm. just because they, they knew we also cared for their souls, right? And then the Lord spoke to us and, and really the Holy Spirit came into us. And Abby said, Mom, I think we're supposed to open a clinic back home. And I said, I think you're right. And we just heard the Lord say, you will go home and open a clinic and you will seek the poverty in every individual. Mm. And that poverty isn't going to look right. like Ayaviti, Peru. It won't be that kind of poor, but there is poverty, financial poverty, of mm-hmm. course, but poverty of the heart, the spirit, emotional poverty, mental poverty, intellectual, and certainly physical poverty. And he said, seek that poverty and enter in that mess and take me to those people.
0: Mm.
2: Wow,
1: so it was just the two of you beginning this. <coughs> and uh, so what happened over the years, because I know this is an ex- expansive you know, work that you've got now, all these different areas. So how did it develop over time and then you just kind of broadened and people, you built it and they came. <laughs> well, yes,
2: <laughs> and that's actually what Abby said, Mom, I'm sure if we build it they will come. Mm. But what we were thinking was a little clinic. Um, nurse practitioner, a physician, we'd see women, we'd do OBGYN, gyn So we'd have a small staff, mm-hmm. maybe 10. I have a staff of 80 now. Mm-hmm. and uh, um, But we thought it was going to be small, but immediately, immediately, and this is where we go to and we think about dignified healthcare. The men were coming and saying, would you mind looking at my throat, mm-hmm. or my ear kind of hurts, or I hurt my back, could you just feel it and see if I'm okay? And so right out the gate, men were seeking care and mm-hmm. we knew that it's not just women and OB and pregnancy related um, issues or women related issues. All people desire to be known. They desire to be heard. They mm-hmm. desire to be seen. They desire to be loved. And in our care, our healthcare, our personal being is, is very intimate, It's vulnerable. When, whether you're a man or a woman and you're sharing about, like, even if it's just what hurts, mm-hmm. right, that's, that's an intimate sharing and it's vulnerable. And you deserve to be known, mm-hmm. but you deserve to be respected and, and held yes. delicately because that's how much you matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, wow. you, you <laughs> really struck a nerve in a time in a place where it is a sacred trust. You know, um, because we have a whole medical community (laughs) that just, um, you go into the doctor and they write you a script and that's because that's how everybody was trained and it's going to make make me feel better because I'm writing you a script because I'm doing what I was trained to do and then you're going to take these pills three times a day and poof, you're going to be better. better. But it doesn't necessarily heal what's really happening, all it does is put a bandaid over maybe a deeper problem. and yes, it is all connected to body, to our mind and to our spirits. We have to make changes, lifestyle changes. Nobody wants to do that. Oh, just right, give me a prescription because we don't want to do the hard thing. But when you have a medical community that's saying, let me take you by the hand and let's do this differently. You found that people really gravitate towards that. And then, so then you even take care of children. Correct. So how, do you, how does that all happen? So, well, just as you were saying, um, you know, we, we
2: need to have that, we need to have that care and th- the answer and the reason that medicine got to that place of, of writing a script or doing the quick thing. I mean, it's, you hate to say follow the money, but, but the way that the in- the, the insurance world works and how healthcare worked, and we're talking decades ago, mm. is that things are paid in minutes and, in and, and there is a, a long time and still a lot. I mean, people are paid by the number of people you see and the number of things that you do with them. Um, and But that's not the way to deliver mm-hmm. Christ-centered health care. Mm-hmm. We say for, said from the beginning, everyone has a story, but you cannot relate your story in seven to nine minutes. If that's
0: long. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Usually it's and three so to
2: five. It ne- you mm-hmm. need to be able to take the time mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, and, and pediatrics is a very special um, area as well. And that, I think, where that is beautiful in a, a Catholic clinic, um, which and I am happy to say there are, are quite a few Catholic pediatricians in our nation. Mm-hmm. But, but a Catholic um, doc will, will accompany that, that child so that they expect From the time they're very little Mm -hmm. to be treated with love that they don't have to have fear. Now do I, my five year old screamed like crazy and thought it was an entire Mm -hmm. betrayal when she had to get her little Mm -hmm. set of five year old vaccines. Mm -hmm. So it's not that they Mm -hmm. don't have Mm -hmm. hard things when they Mm -hmm. come to the doctor, but they also are loved and they know at the end of the day that they're safe. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing is that they have a safe place because when they're a little bit older. When they're 11, 12, 13, and starting to change and their bodies are changing, that, that they know this is an okay place to mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Or if they're older and they're maybe becoming sexually active, that we can talk about and we can speak truth to that. And we are not encouraging, mm-hmm. like m- the American Pediatric Association, encouraging IUDs in right. young women in right. children. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and instead, we can have frank conversations, but we can have those parents involved mm-hmm. in them as well.
1: What if places like yours don't exist? And we're almost seeing that you know, mm-hmm. in our culture. I mean, what's happening at the beginning of life with abortion, uh, contraceptive fertility, care, lack of fertility, um, the end of life, increasing now, okay. assisted suicide, euthanasia. You're in Colorado. Right which is a bastion of liberalism really, especially in the medical area. So what if there are places like yours in existence?
2: Well, I think, I mean, first of all, we are in the belly of the beast mm. and the Lord wants us here. Um, gosh, I would have picked somewhere else, mm-hmm. I think, but he really, really does want us here. And we have a beautiful community. We say that Bella, is a community. We're not just a clinic. We're a storefront to get souls to heaven. And where this really matters, and especially when we look across the nation, and there aren't a lot of, of clinics. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, again, doctors have gone to school. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. It's a risk to take a chance to work for a small practice, a nonprofit. I mean, we're a nonprofit. We have to raise over a million dollars mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. even though we get Nine million mm-hmm. in revenue, you mm-hmm. know, so so it's a risk, and and um, and they don't want to be alone, right? So there's ways that, that we need to look at this. But I would say, um, I mean, we are working to help other places in the nation. We're trying to consult with people when their hearts desire, when they're being moved, when they're when their bishops are behind them. So so there are several of us who are trying to work to get these to places. But what we need to understand is that. In this post-Christendom era, um, we don't have people flock into the churches. Mm -hmm. We have churches on on Sunday that are are no longer full, that Mm -hmm. used to be full, and it's even gotten worse since Mm -hmm. COVID. Um, People are watching TV always Mm -hmm. for their mass. And um, we need to realize that, you know, whether we're um, in business, whether we're in healthcare, whether we're in a lawyer or Mm -hmm. the grocery store person, It is our job to bring Jesus to Mm -hmm. everyone else because this is that apostolic age, right? Right. right? This is the time where we have to be the disciples and Bella is a storefront to get souls to heaven just like you
0: guys, are a storefront to get Mm -hmm. souls to heaven. But it's so true because we do live in a post-Christian era, and this is the new evangelization, like you said. So people aren't going to churches, but they're going to be sick. And how beautiful is it when they go to Bella Wellness and they can have a conversation about how sick their soul is. Um, And gosh, no one's asked me about my relationship with Jesus or how how it's affecting my health, how unforgiveness is making me sick, right? And, And harboring all of my anger and not letting go and all that, how we are treated as a human being. So it is, so there you are, being the new evangelization in your workplace. And we have to be bold. So like, let's
2: use your example of, of coming in. They may not be able to say I'm spiritually sick, mm-hmm. but by asking the right questions, by saying, how's your intimacy with your husband? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm, I'm blessed because he watches porn and so his sexual needs are met. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. and, and that <laughs> is when as a bold person, mm-hmm. we would say, you know, listen to all the things. Okay, we're going to take care of your labs. We're going to take mm-hmm. care of your hormones. We're going to look at these health things. But I need to stop for a minute, and let's talk about this issue in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because, because that, that intimacy that you describe is contributing to the depression you've just described to right. me. And do you realize that when your husband is having sex with any other Anything besides you mm-hmm. that's adultery. Mm-hmm. And and their mouths will just drop mm. and and tears will fall. I had no idea. We're talking about faithful people. Mm-hmm. Tears will fall. I had no idea. I thought I thought that we were, that my problem was my problem and yeah. and he could take care of that. But we have to go to the truth. Mm-hmm. And then you can connect them up with resources. And then what's so beautiful is when they come back and they've consecrated their marriage mm-hmm. to, to Mary, that they're embracing more children, that they're having a normal, beautiful, intimate sexual life, mm-hmm. but you have to go there.
0: Right, and and it restores <laughs> their real intimacy as opposed to that false intimacy, yes. so if they were having false sexual intimacy, they were having false emotional intimacy, yes. which would make a woman depressed, and even a man, I of mean, his, obviously his soul was sick, and, and he needed her in a, in. To meet his deepest need, and that's the beauty. Where then you can say, where the Holy Spirit can come, because you don't have to be afraid to say, um, well, we could pray for you. Or not only that. What is your faith based? Are you evangelical? Are you Catholic? Of Whatever you are, and we can refer you on to the community that's that wants to take care of Let's you. Let's
1: talk about your demographic. Is everybody coming Catholic? Is everybody evangelical? Because they realize that you got a Catholic roots, or who's coming to you? Why?
2: Great question. We have an incredibly diverse population. Um, as you had said uh, in the opening, we take care of everyone uh, regardless of their ability to pay. Of course, we take Medicaid, but if people just don't, it's interesting, there's a whole working poor that make too much for mm-hmm. Medicaid but don't mm-hmm. have enough for health care. Right. Right? And um, so we take care of all those, but we have probably a little less than half Catholic, maybe 40 percentage. We have a lot of Christian faiths. We have many Mormons, we have many Buddhists, we have Orthodox Jews, we have Hindus. We have people who like are from Boulder and think we have awesome energy, but they have no idea that that awesome energy comes from the chapel mm-hmm. where <laughs> Jesus Christ as a blessed sacrament mm-hmm. is housed. Mm-hmm. and. He, and His presence mm-hmm. is what's drawing so you them. you have the
1: sacrament right On, in your, on your campus, have The Blessed yeah. Sacrament
2: mm-hmm. right off of our way to. That's waiting cheating. Room. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but people don't even know. So it's right. just like when you said, if you build it, they'll come. They don't even know what's drawing mm-hmm. them. They just know that they feel loved, that they feel safe, yes. they feel known and heard. Yeah. Yeah, the
1: presence of the Lord. Right. When we first received the Lord's presence in our uh, healthcare center, mm. um, what an affirmation because it was like the next day we had a woman come. This doesn't happen every day, but she said, I had a dream I should come here. Wow. Now, I don't think we've had that since, but it was just like I mm-hmm. had a dream I should come here and that I, this is where I had to get my health care. But that's because the dynamic of the Lord's mm-hmm. body, blood, soul, and divinity being in your facility. So you, you say, people are sensing this. Yes. Are they coming back? Yes. Oh, yeah, You're building a clientele oh, with yes. people who aren't Catholic or don't believe at all, but they just, they're getting this thing. The essence of my being is being affirmed here mm-hmm. somehow, someway.
2: Yes, because they feel, they feel known and they feel right. that dignity. So they do come back. When we first opened, before we opened, you know, we're, Go in and talking to the mops groups and go into the parishes right. and saying, hey, we're going to open a Catholic practice. Mm-hmm. To be honest, having no idea what the heck this right. meant and how hard it was going to be. <laughs> and the devil hates us, by the way. Mm-hmm. So the spiritual battle is over mm-hmm. the top, which I know you guys know in the, in the pro-life mm-hmm. world. But we were registering about 100, 100 new people a month, 100 new people a month, 100 wow. new people a month. And we were like, this isn't what's normal. We This can't keep going on. And we're like, this is going to plateau down. But no, it stayed 100 people mm-hmm. a month, 100 people a month. And then it was 150. And then it was 200 people a month. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's been between 200 and 300 mm-hmm. people a month. Mm-hmm. We have over 24,000 registered patients. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's D. D. We're going to
1: take a break at this point. We are going to hold you over for the final segment. I mean, there's so much to hear and to know. Plenty more to come. Hope you're being encouraged about the Lord's healing power working through these people uh, at Bella Wellness. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and we're finishing up our conversation with Dee. Now, Dee, tell our, our family about a story of a testimony of one of your clients. Well, I have a couple um,
2: uh, that, I, that, I, that jumped to my mind. The first one that I'll, I'll share today, though, um, was a while back. Our, our daughter, Abby, my co-founder, my partner, um, when we started, she had had... Um, as, you know, as a nurse practitioner, she had a woman who was an exotic dancer. So again, we get people from all mm-hmm. kinds of places and all kinds of yeah. backgrounds yeah. who come in. But because of her unique um, occupation, she needed to come in for sexual transmitted disease mm-hmm. testing mm-hmm. regularly, mm-hmm. like two to, every two to three weeks kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you know, when we're, when we're talking, and I know that our our women viewers will understand, and, and maybe some of the, the, the men viewers will get the, the picture, but when you're needing to speculum, when you're having exams, and um, it, that's, I mean, it's a chore, and for mm-hmm. most women, mm-hmm. they'd like to rather do almost mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. even the dentist, <laughs> um, um, before coming in for that. But mm. this woman came in, and Abby was um, talking with her, caring for her, and just, just, telling her, I, I just want you to be okay. Please, mm-hmm. please, please take care mm-hmm. of yourself. And, and the woman hugged her, mm-hmm. and, and she said, Abby, coming to see you is the best thing in my life.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're
2: Excuse talking me. about coming in for STI testing
1: mm-hmm.
2: is the yeah. best thing in her life. Mm-hmm. And why is that?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: because she's being the the hands and the feet and the heart mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. because that's what Catholic care are, is and that's what makes the care different.
0: Right. Yeah. And the beautiful part is and I could see you as a well person, apart from your behavior. Change your behavior, and we could love you in a whole nother way. Right. And you could become your true, authentic self, and know that you were made for more. Because it is so difficult, but they do come. Like you know, that girl came because she knew she was loved unconditionally. Right. Right. And 100%. as she was caring for her and loving her and saying, "There's more." Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Lord, that well, this has
1: been beautiful. To share, thank God we have tomorrow, because you can share more testimonies <laughs> of people and they're encountering the Lord Jesus Christ. Because as you say, you're a storefront to help get people to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's Please. what you're doing. It's an incredible w- vision for healthcare, Catholic mm-hmm. healthcare. It should be everywhere.
2: Please, Jesus, right? Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you're encouraged in the new evangelization that's taking place even through medical health care, that people are having excellent health care through the Catholic vision, but are also encountering Jesus Christ in the here and now. together, we will build a new culture of life and Amen. marriage and family. This might be a post-Christian era, but maybe we're in a pre-Christian era mm. through the evangelization that we're doing. God bless you and all of your loved ones. You're never alone. And you're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.